welcome to the next episode of the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. Today I will be your host and joining me as I was going to say as always, but lately it hasn't been as always, uh, <laughs> is Matt and Andrew. Hi, so, stranger who didn't energy? introduce themselves. Where's the energy, bro? I mean, <laughs> it was so, it was like, hey guys. Welcome to the podcast. I didn't know we had freaking Eeyore join the podcast, bro. It's because I'm tired. I woke up from a nap before doing this. I know how you feel, bro. I don't. Which is what you did last week. I didn't do that last week. I did that a while ago. Last week, I was just out all day. I thought day. it was like two weeks ago. <clears throat> it was a, it was a yeah. long time ago. Well, yeah, There's because it's been like three, it was three weeks prior to last week that we were actually all together. <laughs> There's a cat outside. A cat? A cat? Yeah. The way I'm you said out. it the first time, I was like, you're matching my energy, man. You were like, there's a cat outside. Well, there is a cat there. Well, there was. He walked away out of my line of view, but I'm... Was he looking I'm through in your my window? living room. No, he, like, popped up. It's like where I'm at is, like, there's this main level, like, where, the, where like... I'm, like, down, like, below, like, I don't know how I... You're below ground level. <laughs> I guess you could say that, but I'm on, I'm at ground level on the other side. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. Like on this side, like I'm facing like the way up my window, my door window faces. I face the office, and the office is like at a level, like at level, you know. I'm visualizing only because I know where you live. Yeah, right. You guys are the only one. <laughs> you guys are the only ones. Other than you know your sister. Who's yeah, currently she... also living there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I kind of touched on it a little bit last week, uh, our first segment um, with my Getting Popeyes right man the... story. Oh, well, figured I'd capitalize on it because uh, you guys stopped talking for a minute. A rarity. <laughs> uh. Um. But yeah, I I kind of touched on it last week uh, with the entitled Popeyes dude in the in the driveway, uh, not the driveway. The imagine if Popeyes was in your driveway, but uh, in <laughs> the drive-through, uh, this you know older entitled man honked at me, even though I'm ordering my food. Uh, <laughs> but I figured I would uh, follow that up with like I had three other driving stories within the course of one week. Um, Within the course of one week? Yeah, so that was Monday. Oh my gosh. On Thursday, I was driving uh, down Hall Road, and there was a ton of construction. uh, Because, you know, construction is horrible in the state of Michigan this year. It is Mm -hmm. the worst it's ever been in my life. And uh, it's, you know, bumper to bumper. And... I'm listening to the podcast, actually, the episode that I wasn't in, but you two and Lauren were in, and, uh... We're not narcissistic. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, as I'm driving, this FedEx driver is hugging the butt of my car so close that, like, I'm looking in the mirror, and this dude is inside of my car because objects are are closer than they appear, like... (laughs) <laughs> like Dawson looks in the mirror. He's like, "How did this man get in my back seat?" Yeah, he, like I, I felt like I could sneeze, and my car would go back and hit his car. <laughs> like, like he was yeah. as close as humanly possible, and 
you know, I've got like half a car in front of me before the the car, you know, uh, in front of me, bef- like before before a car in front of me, car in front of me, car in front of me. No, I'm joking. That was a little <laughs> Brian Regan for you if you know who that is. But uh, or uh, from New Girl, uh, I give you cookie, give me cookie. Um, but yeah, the guy in front of me. You know, he had some distance because I'm a decent driver. The guy behind me did not like giving anyone space. It was like every time we moved up a little, he'd stop, and I was afraid that he was going to hit the back of my car, which wasn't my car that day. It was my mom's car because my car was in the shop. Uh, so oh, that's yeah. kind of another story, but that's not another, That's not one of the driving stories I, f- <laughs> I thought to mention um, <laughs> because I wasn't driving. It just decided to leak transmission fluid. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm driving bumper to bumper traffic and this dude, as soon as like the road opens up, he speeds around me and he's like weaving and bobbing. And I'm like, wow, this FedEx guy is really determined to get a package to a house on time. (laughs) Uh, and you know, 15 minutes go by and we're, I'm still on hall road and I see this dude and he's only like 25 feet ahead of me. (laughs) I hadn't seen him in a while. And I'm like, oh my gosh, all that for, like, what, an extra 20 seconds? It always, always goes like that. Like, you never, if you start, if you try to, like, speed around and get places faster, you never actually gain any ground from the people around you. Yeah, and, you know, he's he's in a FedEx truck, too, which is annoying on top of it, because those (laughs) things are pretty big, and, I mean, he doesn't even have a door on the side of his car. (laughs) Like... (laughs) He's zooming by, and you just see his khakis blowing in the wind. Like, yeah, it's and easier for him to jump out and attack you. This dude also <laughs> looked like, so he looked like he was either sixty-five or thirty. There was no in between. <laughs> yeah, Gosh. from like, cause I, you know, he he was behind me, and I was like, this dude is just super old. Like he's smoking like a cigarette and whatnot, and like. Uh, uh, and he's just living it up, hugging the back of my car, and I'm, like, trying to get a good look at his face, and I'm like, this dude has to be, like, 60-something. Then he pulls up next to me, and he's dressed like a millennial hipster, and I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> and then I look up at his face, and his face looks just so much older. It was so weird. That is weird. Um, great deception. Yeah, so that was <laughs> Thursday. On Monday, so technically within the same week um so monday the following like calendar week uh i was driving to ypsilanti because i had a i had a day off work so i figured i'd give clara a visit and uh gross (laughs) yeah gross relationships (laughs) to you um and i figured i'd give clara a visit and she's out in ipsy which is like kind of a college town um, so there's, like, insomnia cookies there. And for those who don't Heck know yeah. what insomnia cookies is, it's a cookie shop that's open really late. But I was craving them at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So <laughs> I I park... But coincidentally, you also had insomnia at the time, so it still worked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, I park, you know, in the, in the downtown-ish area that is Ypsilanti, and uh, I'm walking up to go into the, the cookie store. And uh, 
there are like these two massive construction trucks you know the ones that are carrying like all the rubble and have like multiple uh cars on like not cars but like sections on the back of them you know Mm -hmm. and they have to have like tarps over the stuff so like it doesn't fall out like serious heavy duty construction loads and and whatnot and i'm like okay what in the world are these people doing like parked here on the side of the road uh in front of some of the people who are parallel parked so those people are trapped in their cars or if they wanted to go there uh, to like get out of the the parallel parking section right in front of insomnia cookies i'm like maybe they're just doing construction and uh, i don't see it but i'm like i could not for the life of me find where this construction was at and there were two it, cars that probably stretched a total of like 25 to 30 yards and they wow. took up you know a lane beyond the parallel parking lane so uh two lane uh i guess a two lane side of the road has been cut down to one at that point in that <laughs> section and i go into insomnia cookies and the, there are two guys wearing uh, construction vests ordering cookies. <laughs> this is why construction and takes forever. I know. And you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, this is why, this is why they get their cookies and then they go out and they drive away. <laughs> so they were the people. Oh Can confirm. It was the most ridiculous thing I'd seen, but... <laughs> I told Claire that, and she was like, well, I guess they just really wanted cookies. <laughs> and uh, Claire's like, I get it. When I'm leaving Ypsilanti, it starts thunderstorming, like the really bad thunderstorm we had. Oh, heck yeah. knocked out my power. Oh, heck no. And, um, you know, as I'm leaving, her, her lights are flickering, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a horrible storm to drive through. Um, and it's like only like 7 o'clock, so it's right when it's starting. And I start driving, and I'm I'm seeing like all the lights are already kind of out, and there's there's you know uh, there's sticks and branches on the ground, no full trees luckily, but like it was just crazy to like see all that stuff. But it was also like as I was driving through it, I was thinking to myself, this isn't as bad as other storms I've driven through, mm-hmm. and. I get home and my power's knocked out and an, another like 270,000 people also lost power. And I'm like, what? I'm like, it wasn't <laughs> that bad, but I guess it was really, really windy. But like I've driven during a tornado uh, last year <laughs> and it wasn't on the same level as that. Like it was just very odd. Actually, mm-hmm. when Claire and I were on the phone with a potential DJ, he was driving through a tornado as well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he was like, sorry, I, I couldn't pick up right away. There's like a tornado, you know, within a mile of me. I can see it actually. It just touched down and it's That's like insane. He's like he was on the phone with us and he's like, It's literally like the Wizard of Oz right now and I'm like, Why are you on the phone with us? He's like, I actually might not be able to do that. There's a chance I don't make it that far. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. And the whole time he's just like giving us the full like experience and rundown of what they offer and I'm like I want to hire this dude just because he's giving us customer service through a tornado. That man is but long story short, we didn't go with them. <laughs> oh, dude. But I liked them. They were our number two option. It's just we had already 
uh, got a quote from like another guy the day before, and we liked their offer better. So the guy's like, "I man, I risked my life for these people. They still <laughs> I know. admire me. I respect what him, he... and I respect their business." <laughs> what if he just like died while you guys were talking to him on the phone? <laughs> just like, just like cross, I, I, just like, I, just like take out a pen and you just cross his name off the list. Well, I did, I did follow up with them. He is indeed okay. <laughs> That's good. I, I followed up with them a few days later when we had come to the the decision on who we wanted for our DJ. But I thought it was just, I'm like, that's commitment right there. And they won't be short on business because they were already almost booked a year out. So, <laughs> well, imagine, imagine he wasn't in a tornado at all. He just had a big fan next to him and was just shaking around <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, ironically, I didn't really hear any wind. Uh, so well, I presume, probably he, I presume like he didn't exactly have his windows down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that a was a time uh, storm chaser. <laughs> it was a storm that, chasing. He said it felt passion. like he was storm chasing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> DJ is so, a hobby storm chaser as my passion. DJ storm chaser has a good ring to it. Actually, <laughs> he should rebrand. There you go. DJ storm chaser. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's uh, Andrew's new nickname. There we go. <laughs> He performs. He, only, he provides he six performed. sick beats that remind you of the thunder that you experienced last night during the thunderstorm. There you go. He spinning, causes natural disasters them. wherever he goes. <laughs> spinning them I records like I a tornado. His, his cuts are I straight saw... lightning. Vicky, I, I saw this TikTok <laughs> once of a guy who said he only goes to vacations. To places right after there's been like some sort of disaster or tragedy. Why is he Nick Castellanos? Is it because they're cheap. Because it's cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. You can get oh cheap tickets and And you can like he said there was one time where these people got kidnapped and executed or killed, and they uh, and he went he booked a flight the next day to go Bro. to go there. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> oh my god. He said like after places have had like an earthquake or some sort of disaster where it's not really like near the. Uh, uh, touristy areas, he'll just buy tickets and he'll go there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. Dang. So, uh, I guess all that being said, uh, what are some of your crazier driving stories? This one's kind of tame, but it happened to me today. Oh. Um, I was driving to the store, and there's this guy who had some kind of bumper sticker. It was an elaborate bumper sticker. I think and it was like it was like a Star Wars themed one, so it was like an AT-AT like stomping across, and I tried to read it, and it was it was one of those ones that said uh, it was like the dark side doesn't care about your stick figure family. I love those one of those one of those edgy guys. Oh yeah, that's I love crazy. those. Stick it to those. <laughs> but I was trying to read it, and I think I was going for like a little bit, like maybe like a quarter of a mile, just like kind of like lean low, lean over, trying to like read it. What was was. And so, <laughs> and so I finally read what it is, and I'm like, okay. And so I like go to speed up to pull ahead of him, and I get past the the driver's side, and I just glance because I'm like, I bet this guy is gonna be like either gonna be some edgy girl or some uh some like middle aged or uh something some twenty something guy. And I drive past the the driver's side window, and he is just full on staring right at me. I hate just when like, that happens, <laughs> man. Just like dead, not even desperate, but just like just, it's like full on. Like I make milliseconds of eye contact with him, and he's like, and I look away, but he does not. He's just like full on staring at me. 
Dude, that's why I wear sunglasses when I drive, if it's possible, because then yeah. I can look out of my peripherals and it does not look like I'm looking, or, or I can turn my head a little bit and kind of like, because I'm always curious to see who it is that's in the in the car driving, but I hate what making weird eye contact with people <laughs> while yeah, I'm driving. Yeah, that's the worst thing. It's <laughs> so awkward. Yeah, but um. One of my more crazier ones was back in 2019, when uh, I think it was in February, during the polar vortex that we oh, had. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember I came home from school because I was coming home every weekend to work for my dad. And I was coming home. And so on the week, I was supposed to go back on the Monday or on the Sunday night to go back to uh, to go back to school on Monday. But when I go to to go back, they're like, oh, well, school's canceled. Too too much snow and the, it's too cold and everything. So I was like, okay. And so I keep – so the, the next days and the next day comes and the next day comes and the next day comes. And it's just keep on uh, canceling the school. And so literally for an entire week, there's just no school. And so I'm like, okay. And That's I just awesome. stick behind. And I literally have my stuff packed up every night. To see if I get the text to see if uh, if my school will be open tomorrow, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave tonight if I get the text in the afternoon that the school's open. So literally every night, I every day I prepare to go, but every day I just keep getting more and more texts. And so finally, I go get to Friday and school is canceled. So I go through the weekend again. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go home on Sunday because they're gonna open up school the next day. So. I leave on Sunday and it just starts coming down. It is snow <laughs> and snow and snow and snow. And it started snowing when I left uh I left Warren. So that was like a two hour drive. So by the time I got to Grand Rapids, it was pretty hefty, the snow. And I had my brights on, I had my uh my hazards on, I had everything on, just like trying to keep on. And so I ended up like thirty minutes thirty minutes outside of Grand Rapids and I was going like maybe 35 on the freeway and so mm-hmm. it was me and a car in front of me and a car behind me and we were basically like like a, a caravan together just sticking just trying to stick with each other <laughs> like penguins sure marching we were, like, through the snow <laughs> pretty much we were just like sticking next because the guy in the back of me stuck with me he could see where he, he was going on the road and if the guy in front of me could see could see that we were still there he could see that uh they're going a good pace, so he knew p- people weren't coming up behind him to like smash into him. So we were all good, and we knew we weren't going to hit somebody in front of us, and we knew we weren't going to have somebody hit us b- from behind. And so we're going just in, just slowly going wrong, and it goes from what should be thirty minutes to an hour. It takes a full hour Oof. from what should have been thirty minutes from Grand Rapids. So we're going, and it takes a full hour, and I get there, I get everything inside, I get inside, take off my clothes, just sitting there, and I'm just waiting and i'm like oh and so i i finally just go to bed and i wake up the next day to get ready and i wake up at seven because at that time i wasn't i wasn't paying for parking because i was broke at the time i was a broke college student and so i was walking to school every morning during the winter and so i would wake Gosh. up i wake up at seven i would walk to school hmm. and i would walk to school in boots and uh long johns underneath and i have a big coat and gloves and a hat and a mask like face mask and everything nice cover me up for the thing. and then i would literally be my ritual i would go into the bathroom i change into my normal shoes and then i would uh 
I changed my normal shoes and they would take my long johns off and everything. It, it was just like this ritual of every morning. And so I get up in the morning and I take my shower and I eat some breakfast and I get ready to go. And then I, my phone buzzes and there's a text. And it's like, oh, school's canceled. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I nearly died last night trying to get here so I could go to school in the morning. And you cancel it. <clears throat> so, Man. It ended up going for like two weeks. I had no school. It was That's just so insane. cold. It was iced out everywhere. And it was just constantly snowing. Temperature was so low that it was just not safe to go anywhere. Hmm. It was crazy. Okay. It was a crazy time. But yeah, that's that's my that's one of my stories. <laughs> I got a couple interesting ones. I got three that I wrote down so I wouldn't forget them. So one of them is kind of similar to Andrew's. I don't think it was during the polar vortex, but it was during a massive snowfall. I was driving back to school uh, one night because I normally would drive back at night, and um, mm-hmm. it so it was snowing like crazy. And I'm cruising along the freeway. I'm only going like 45 or something like that. Like I'm I'm just chilling. I'm mostly alone on the freeway. There's like no cars around me, which is pretty cool. So it's basically just me in the snow and the open road. So that was nice. But um, as I'm driving this, I notice there's this car up ahead of me. And so I start, I take my foot off the gas altogether. I'm like, All right, I'll just slow down. Surely by the time I get to him, I'll just... uh. I'll have, I'll have slowed down or whatever. This dude was going like 10 miles an hour <laughs> on the freeway. So I caught mm, up to wow. him like a lot faster than I was anticipating. So it was a t- at this point, the freeway was only two lanes. So I'm in the left lane. He's in the left lane, which again, which here we go. Left lane going 10 miles an hour. That's wrong. But regardless, so I come up on this guy and I'm like, oh, crap, I'm probably going to hit him. I need to get over. I look over and this car has appeared and is now to my right. <laughs> and I'm like, magic oh, crap. car. Yeah. Like I do not remember that car being there up until this moment. And I'm like, Oh crap. What am I going to do now? So the cars, the car to my right is like kind of to the back. It's like a little bit back of like where my blind spot is basically. So like, I know it's there, but it's, <clears throat> it's, it's definitely like up on me to the point. So I'm coming up and I'm like, I'm going to hit this stupid car. I have to get over to the right or I'm going in a ditch or I'm hitting this car. Those are my three options. So I couldn't even tell you if I flicked on my turn signal or not. I just dart to the right. I actually closed my eyes because I was anticipating contact and nothing happens. So I open my eyes and I'm like perfectly situated in the right lane ahead of the car to my right. That was to my right. And like at this point, I'm up next to the car that was going super slow. And I just pulled ahead. Uh-huh. Never saw either of those two for the rest of the drive. I still to this day don't know how I didn't hit something in that in that instance because I was like, I was to the point where I was just bracing for it to happen. It was terrifying. Matt's out here playing Tokyo Drift. Yeah, honestly, I I was sliding. That was the part when I went to switch lanes. I wasn't just you know, oh just yeah, switching fish lanes. Fish tailing is scary stuff. I was just sliding over. I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm hitting something. But I did somehow, so that was insanity. And then there was wow. a, another one that I remember was when we were going up for our first <clears> summer <throat> trip, which we call Brocation. We the, <laughs> the rest of you guys... There are lots of car stories, though. There's a lot of car stories. All of you guys... I got a car story up. about the Brocation. 
Yeah. <laughs> we have so many. But More so like we... a car saga. Yeah, we had yeah. a whole situation out there with one car in particular. But we were yeah, uh, mine. One car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dawson's car literally broke like the first day we were there. I had to sell it two months later because it was virtually useless. <laughs> he had to go find a mechanic in that area and you just ended up dropping it off at some dude's garage at his house. This dude we... definitely had a criminal record, but hey, it was like half the price of belt tires. I so. still think I still think you were insane <laughs> for doing that, but thankfully it worked out. <laughs> but whatever. Our vacation, yeah, our vacation turned into let's that's a quest of turn of trying to fix Dawson's brake so we didn't die on the way home. Yep, because <laughs> we weren't leaving the car out there. We had to get it back home, and this was like up on the west side near Traverse City, so it was yeah. like two and a half hours about, from our home. It was about like two and a half hours into, it was, I guess it was like a three and a half hour drive, but like it was long. about two and a half hours into the drive, my brakes started making uh, basically nails on chalkboard noises. Mm-hmm. Um, they started going... Like every time that he actually braked, picked it up. Every single yeah. time he braked. It's insane. Oh yeah, every time I braked, it sounded like... There was just straight up rust being chipped away off of my brakes every time I mm-hmm. braked. Yeah, but uh, the brakes and rotors had to be fully replaced, which was fun because that cost like too much money. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, so we and the a... guy wanted all cash, which is definitely of course he definitely does. makes me think he he was uh, not allowed to work for uh, like I don't know, you know if he was allowed to work. I think he just worked out of his garage yeah i don't know I, if he, necessarily he definitely, definitely had le- he had legal issues because i had to pay his friend over <laughs> paypal <laughs> oh yeah i remember you told oh, me about gosh. that yeah and then i remember on when we finally got home after that trip we were we drove we were driving back to your house or to to your house oh yeah and we found a car that was literally upside upside down, down. Oh, oh my gosh yeah, oh yeah, Matt, you weren't you, there because you no, drove separate. Yeah, exactly. No, I didn't. Yeah, it was ups- completely upside down. Yeah. And I remember you guys were like super like concerned and upset, and I was like super nonchalant. I was like, it was just some drunk driver. Yeah, was, Andrew like, was just like, <laughs> leave him. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was a car that was flipped over and there was nobody in it. But you realize, well, there's a kid in the back. There was a there was like a car seat in the back seat. And was like, yeah. well, there's a kid. Like, if there was a kid. The guy would still be here. He wouldn't be gone and leave and running <laughs> well, around. It was some drunk dude. He was a mile up the street, so I did figure out what happened. He had actually oh, gone in. Yeah, the the people had taken him in, like whose house he had crashed in front of, because uh, yeah. it's he'd crashed into a drainage ditch. Um, so they had like they heard it and took him in. I don't think his kid was with him, um, but like. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, the we. I just wanted to make sure we called the you know the cops at least to make sure that like there wasn't I think my, at least at the very least that there wasn't like a drunk, bloody guy running around in people's backyards in my neighborhood. <laughs> so I was my concern was let's just leave. <laughs> Andrew yeah, was right. like, we've been out and about for a whole weekend. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I was also Honestly, tired. I'm it was late at night, and it's like. I, it's like yeah, we were driving home for Dawson. This was two minutes take... away from our from my house, which was where they could all pick up their yeah. cars. Because then I had to drive a full like thirty minutes, not even back to my house. I had to drive Ezra home, and then oh, I yeah. Had to oh home, yeah yeah, so it was like I still had I still had a bit of a drive to make 
regarding the rest of the trip. So mm-hmm. I was like, I my trip is not over. I don't care about this guy anymore. <laughs> He's not in the car. <laughs> He's around somewhere. We'll figure it out. Let somebody else figure it out. It's officially not my problem. <laughs> You're just done. Yeah, I was I was not kind. Yeah. So <laughs> with you guys drove up all together, as we just said. I drove up by myself because I was working an internship at the time and I didn't get time I didn't get time off. So I just drove up straight from my work. So I was driving by myself and I've never been pulled over in my life. And um, I was going up, so I was flying up that freeway, which was just <laughs> long and drawn there out. There were so many cops on there that freeway. There were so many cops. But the most terrifying thing was I was driving along, and as I'm coming up on this one part, the road kind of bends very slightly to the left, and then off the left side of the freeway, there was like a little like path cut out, basically for cops to mm-hmm. sit there. And there were not yep. one, but two cops sitting in this little... On this little patch. They're always in that section. Yeah. And so I was I was driving up and I noticed them and I have this thing where when I see cops, I never slam on the brakes because that is like indi- it indicates to them that I'm going too fast. So I just coasted and took my foot off the gas and just kinda and hoped they didn't have a radar gun out. Um so as after I go by them, they both pull out of the patch and get on the freeway i'm like oh crap i'm dead i'm done i'm getting a ticket this is this is gonna suck and then they both go ahead of me and pull over the two people in front of me and i got away gosh i was i was crapping my pants i was heart rate was probably through the roof dude yeah it was i was so terrified i'm like oh no this is where it's gonna happen it's finally gonna happen i'm finally gonna get pulled over by a cop Nope, didn't happen. Still haven't been pulled over to this day, surprisingly. Um, I'm a, I am say surprisingly. I'm a very safe driver, but like, it's just surprising that I haven't even been pulled over yet, even with, even with that in mind. Like, nice. Yeah. So, so go ahead. I was, are you done with, if you're done with your stories, I got some stories to tell well, I, got, I, I do have one more, one. but you can go ahead. Oh my gosh, don't, not Dawson, Matthew. No, you tell your story because I got you. Remind me of a couple stories that I okay. That I have all right. This so. last one is um, it's also a driving story, but just a situation I ended up in, which involved driving. So after I believe it was after um, either a either like a church service or just a group meeting or something when I was in college, and afterwards we all decided to go to Denny's afterwards at night. So, we, there was a large group of us that went. It was like, I don't know, 20 to 25 of us, I would guess. So, um, I was one of the people that had a car um, my sophomore year. So, I obviously drove to church and then to Denny's. So, yeah. the night ca- we all go to Denny's, it's great. Um, that Denny's was actually really good to us, which I was pleasantly surprised. And um, we, so afterwards... Everyone's kind of going their separate ways. Ah, I'm leaving. Bye. Whatever. So we all leave. And then it's like me and like 10 other people in the Denny's. And I'm like, all right. Uh, well, I guess I'll head out or whatever. And we, I forgot how it came up. But eventually we all realized no one else has a car. It's just <laughs> me. Everyone else who had a car left. So there was zero discussion about how everyone was going to be getting home at any point during the night. 
so and grief. There's so it's so there's ten of us standing in this Denny's. I'm standing there. I have my 2011 Ford Fusion, which is barely a five seater, in the parking lot, and I'm like, my gosh, unless we call somebody, like there's no way we're gonna get. We're all gonna be able to get out of here. Well. I forgot who it was, but someone talked me into someone eventually talked me into like just driving everybody to a rental car, which was like a mile down the road. So a rental car? Yeah. yeah so there's these things in Ann Arbor. I think they're called like zip cars or something, but it's like an app that you download. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. You download think, an app yeah, and you like you like reserve time slots to where you get to use yeah. the car. I don't really know how it works. I never used one, but they do have them in like kind of like just towns. scooters. Yeah, but a car. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. So even less safe. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> um, they're like, well, there's just, there's one parked at this parking lot like a mile down the road. I don't know why it was there, but they're like, we'll just go, we'll just use that or whatever. Half of us will get in there. I'm like, all right. Well, how do you propose we all get over there? And they're like, well, well, I got to get in the car, I guess. I'm like, my gosh. So we figure out who the tallest person is, which is my friend James, who was a musical theater kid, and he was like. He was tall. He was like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, I would guess. So he, we let him take the front seat, and then all eight other people got in the, got in the back seat. Good grief. <laughs> it just, it. I told every I told everybody except for three people that their heads had to be down. So if anyone looked at us from an angle and didn't look too hard, they would just assume it was a normal full car. But it was very much not. We had people sitting on the floor. People, one One person was like laid across the three people sitting in the seats. It was an absolute nightmare. Pulling up to that parking lot like a clown car. That, that actually was out. what it was, yeah, because everyone just piles out. And then, so we get down the road, we get to the rental car, and I'm like, all right, half of you, get out, before I get arrested. So, um, I don't care yeah. which half, just get out. It was, that was an experience. It was so funny. But I just walked away from that, like, why did no one bother to think about how everyone was getting home from here? Like, why did I have to end up being stuck with way too many people? <laughs> yeah, I know, but there were like uh, there were like people older than us there, like <laughs> leaders and pastors and such. Like, but none oh. of them thought <laughs> none of them thought to figure out how everyone was getting home. So instead, we had to cram everyone into one car. It was just it was a mess. Wow. Oh man, situations like that are wild. Yeah, yeah, that's what college is about, though. You get stuff like that all the time. I remember one time when, and I was uh, used to have every year basically like a family reunion with my mom's side of the family every year for Fourth of July, and we would go. And my uh, my great uncle owned a uh, piece of property out up in like like basically like the middle of Michigan. I forget specifically where, mm-hmm. but it was like basically like middle of northern Michigan, and so we would always every year. Wasn't at, it on, at the Fourth? Of, was it Clear Lake? Sure. I have no idea. <laughs> I was just, sure. You're talking about this, but I know where it is because I've that been there. That was before I... Yeah. Like, I was going to say, I've I been there, drove. but not with Andrew. <laughs> yeah. It was before I ever drove, so I never drove. We stopped doing it before I actually drove. So I've never driven there, so I don't have I don't have no idea where it is. So, yeah. one year... Same. So we, every year we would go to this specific fireworks display... And so the entire family would go, and we'd get a big old spot on the side of the road and watch the fireworks. And so it was this big old party, and there were thousands of people there. And so I guess communication kind of got a little bit disrupted. And so somebody sent their kids with somebody else. But Were you left behind people, again? <laughs> no, I was not left behind. I was taken with in this specific scenario. 
And so uh. we uh and so somebody's kids were sent with another with a family member. So some one family's kids were sent with another family member to go to the, go to the fireworks. But that family member who took the extra people left early because they had younger kids that they wanted to get to bed earlier. So they left early but forgot the other people. So I think it was like four other people. Oh no. And then we, and then another group of people who were driving who drove together. Half of those people left early. So that left us three other people. So, me and my family, so me and my mom, my brother and sister had driven with my, uh, with my uncle's family. It's my uncle, my aunt, and their four kids. So there's already, uh, what, there's six, there's four, there's ten of us already in this car, in the car together. So, we had then another four people who were left behind. Good and then a, And then two more people that were left behind. Oh, my God. And so my, my so uncle 16? and aunt... So Yeah, we had, quite the, we had quite the load. So on the ride, drive there, it was pretty comfortable because my, my uncle and aunt had a pretty large uh, van at the time. It was very big. And so we, we go, and we realize that they're stuck there. <laughs> we have no... And we have very bad cell service there, so we couldn't really call anybody. And this was several years ago, so not everyone had great phones at, as anyway. So we find we, we like okay, I guess we got to do this. So we crammed all sixteen of us into the into the van oh and drove gosh. back <laughs> so very slowly back to the. Uh, back to the ranch and it was such it was such a precarious drive because my uncle was like i am looking for cops everywhere and watching my speed because <laughs> if i get pulled over we're gonna look like we're smuggling people basically gosh <laughs> so um so that was fun um another story that you uh one of your escapades matthew reminded me of <laughs> was uh i think it was the i think it was january of 2020 so before any pandemic stuff happened, so I was working as a custodian, a late night custodian at a elementary school. And so basically what I would do is I would vacuum every single classroom from, I would start at five and go to 10. And so when I got to work that day, it was uh, snowing pretty heavily or pretty lightly, but then it was getting heavier and heavier as the, as the night went on. And so we, um, and so I was like, oh, it'll probably be fine by the time. Hopefully the trucks get out. And so I finally, I finish up work. It, get, it gets to 10 o'clock and I finish up. And so I go out to the car. I go out to my car. I'm like, okay. So it's snowed pretty heavily and it's still snowing now. I'm like, this is going to be a rough one. And so I get, I get in my car and I start driving. And I usually take the freeway back and forth to work. But I'm driving and I have like no traction like absolutely nothing mm. and i'm like if i get on the freeway i will crash and i will die <laughs> so it's like usually like a 20 minute about like a 20 15 20 minute freeway trip because it's pretty straightforward all the way there but it was uh it was not possible to do that today so it was going to be like a 45 minute drive to get all the way home using back roads in a way I really, I sort of knew, but didn't really know too well. And so I start driving on my way and I have like, zero, like I said, zero traction. It's snow is like so 
like slippery and slick. It's just so bad. And so I'm driving along so slowly. And so I get to this one area and I'm on a side street and I'm looking and I see a car up the road a little bit. And it's like one of those houses that are on the side of the road, you know? Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like not like in a suburb. So it's on the side of the road. And I see this car and I see its, uh, its taillights. And I'm like, oh, they're probably, uh, they're probably just sitting in their driveway, like waiting to go inside or doing something on their phone or something or whatever. doesn't matter. So I'm like, it doesn't matter. I don't have to worry about them. They're at their home. I'll do it. And so there's a, and so I'm driving and we're like probably maybe like a mile down the road. Like, yeah, like a mile down the road from this place. Cause I can see it's pretty clear night given the snow. Mm-hmm. And, um, we, uh, I'm banging at my door. Someone's trying to break <laughs> in. It sounded like someone was banging at my door. Was but, someone um, banging at your door? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I have roommates, so I didn't know if it was one of them that was trying to get in. <laughs> so, whatever. So, I'm about a mile down the road, and it's pretty clear. The snow has stopped pretty much now. And uh, the and I can see the headlights from pretty far away. So, I'm about a mile down the road. And so, I'm driving, and I'm pretty much parallel with a salt truck, like, right next to me. Mm-hmm. So, mm. I'm... I start to pull ahead a little bit more of the salt truck, and so I'm a little bit quicker than that. And so I get to there, and I'm probably like, it gets close and close and close and close, and I'm not changing my speed at all because I don't think anything of this car. And so then probably about 50 feet, maybe 30 feet away from this person's driveway, they decide, ah, now is the perfect time to turn out of my driveway and onto the road. (laughs) So they turn out of their driveway onto the road, and I hit my brakes. But like I said, I got no traction. So I hit my brakes, and all of a sudden, I'm starting going all over the road. (laughs) But I got it just enough that that person person was able to cross in front of me, and I didn't hit them. Oh, my god! Because I'm telling you, if I hadn't hit my brakes, I would have gone straight into them. I would have hit the back of their T-bone. I would have T-boned them, hit the back of their – hit the back – like the driver's side back of their car. It was like a Suburban-type – vehicle so it was a larger vehicle but i would have hit them and they would have spun out and then they would have been face to face with that salt truck and i'm about 85 percent sure they would have died probably uh, by hitting that salt truck head on so i'm like so i hit the brakes this person pulls away and i'm like swerving all over the place i'm trying to get get control if you could picture this i'm doing vigorous movements with my hand i can tell i try to kind of hear your movements so i'm (laughs) trying to control the vehicle just moving around and i'm jerking back and forth and so i jerk i'm jerking back and forth and i hop i go to the right i go yeah i go to the right and i hop off i hop off the road on up the curb and onto like the uh the, the grass of somebody's lawn and I'm like trying to and I get more over and now I'm basically like on the on the lawn and on the sidewalk at the same time oh no like, oh gosh I'm like on the road and I'm like jerking and trying to control the car and then all of a sudden there's a pole in front of me and it's one of those um uh bus stop poles you know so people can like read the the routes for the bus stops yeah and everything mm. and this can signal where the bus stop is I see that and let me tell you I don't know if it's the same everywhere, but in Grand Rapids, they stick those things in the ground. Let me tell you, brother, I hit that thing. I bounced off the pole back <laughs> onto the road. Was this on your? Was this in your Fiesta, or not a, Fiesta, a but like Chevy your... Aveo? So it was basically Aveo, a tiny yeah. hat. It's like super <laughs> tiny. 
It was a small hatchback. It was basically like the older brother of the smart cars, basically how big it was. <laughs> and so, yeah, this is how I was in that. So maybe it could have been my tiny car or just the, <laughs> the sturdiness of the pole. And so I get, I ping, luckily I ping off of that thing like a freaking uh, pinball back onto the road and I'm getting the control and I finally get control. I'm finally able to slow down. Oh my god! Like, okay. I got to slow down and I got to see if I've destroyed my car or what the damage is. And so I finally, I pull off, off the side of the road into like a little strip mall area. And so I get out of my car and I look and I go around and my, uh, I look around and everything seems okay for the most part. But then I look on the, uh, passenger side of my car, the bumper, there's the edge to the bumper completely gone. Gone? gone like it's snapped like, off yeah like the right edge side of the bumper that hit the pole or the passenger side of the bumper that hit the pole just gone oh my I guarantee gosh. It's pro- it was probably like it's probably like a couple miles back off of the uh on the side of the road <laughs> buried but, in snow already yeah that was uh that was Dang. fun and That's so my final my final driving story that I have is not so much a driving story of me driving. It was an experience that I had one day while um, working for my dad. He has his businesses uh, is uh, based in Detroit. And so we do a lot of business in Detroit. And so we, the shop is based in Detroit and everything. So we spend a lot of our time in Detroit. And in Detroit, you see a lot of interesting things. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> one day we're driving back from, from work and we're going back to the shop to finish out the day. And so we see... Um, so we're driving on the freeway, and all of a sudden, a car, don't know, I think it was like a, I, don't, I can't tell you the maker model car, because it zooms right by us, probably going like, I don't know, maybe 90, <laughs> maybe like a 100, going Jeez. so fast. And we're like, wow, that guy's getting, <clears throat> getting uh, trying to go somewhere fast. And then all of a sudden, we hear the sirens, and then oh. zoom, 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 zoom. Oh my gosh. Next. And I was like, oh, that's a high speed chase. (laughs) Oh my gosh. OJ Simpson, is that you? (laughs) No, I don't think OJ was going this fast. This this dude was going somewhere and he was trying to get there quick. And so then after that, it's like, no, that's interesting. And so I get off of that. And so we get off. We go to get off the freeway on our exit, and we see some cops there. I'm like, oh, whatever. This is part of the chase. No, apparently, someone had uh, hit the service truck, so that it uh, they hit the back of the service truck, spun it around a couple times. It slammed into the side of the wall, and this was like an overpass type exit. So there was a exit going underneath, underneath yeah. it, and it was like a bridge exit. So that service truck smashed into it smashed into the ball, and then flung the tools off the back of the service truck Whoa. over over across the um off the off the bridge and then Dang. it smashed into a car down below. Holy That's crap. crazy, man. That's insane. That was a cr- it was an insane thing. And so then we get off the freeway and we're driving through the neighborhood to get back to the shop. And then my uh I think my cousin was driving at the time. And he leans over and he taps me. He's like, hey, 
I just well, I just looked over and I saw a van full of people in uh, balaclavas, which is ski masks for those uh, <laughs> those uninitiated. And they're like, what? It's like, yeah, a bunch of guys with guns and ski masks. God, <laughs> like, you just witnessed a, a high like, speed chase in a robbery. <laughs> no, it was, it was it was a SWAT team in an unmarked van. Oh, down the road. <laughs> holy cow! Holy crap. Yeah, it was Detroit, That's even crazier. Was Detroit SWAT. Detroit and at so its was finest. Like, That's was like, insane. Please take me back. Please get me back to the shop so I can go home. <laughs> what a wonderful city to to live in or work in. Yes. <laughs> They've done so a you lot. You can avoid Detroit at all. They've done a lot to help yeah. Detroit. There's some areas that are pretty okay now. I I was downtown I actually this go. this past weekend. Actually, actually, that's a perfect segue. Um, oh, I was in downtown that. Detroit, uh, I Detroit, and. Uh, I was actually at the Fillmore for a concert, or not a concert. I always want to call it a concert because that's what typically happens at the Fillmore or the Fox is concerts. But I was there for a comedian show uh, with John Mulaney. <clears throat> and uh, I have two interesting takeaways about the event that are not about John Mulaney. <laughs> so, <laughs> so first thing is uh, when I, I went with Claire and... You know, we got there a little bit earlier uh, than we needed Why'd to be. Why'd you go so with Claire? Because <laughs> she uh, she needed to laugh. <laughs> uh, I don't um, know. She's kind of annoying. <laughs> she hates that she gets mentioned in every episode, too. She so really she's going to love this. Well, it's her fault. She's her like, fault. every episode. It's her fault. She's and I'm like, well, it doesn't Claire. help that you. I'm, call- I'm, I'm like, it doesn't help. Out, Claire. I'm calling <laughs> you out right now. I always tell her, I'm like, it doesn't help you're engaged to me and your brother is also on the podcast if and Andrew also knows you. If she didn't want this much attention, she could have said no when you asked her. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, if she didn't but... want to be mentioned on a podcast, she shouldn't have, she should have gotten engaged. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> uh, we, we were waiting in line uh, to get just some water. And, I've heard uh, she kind of smells, too. <laughs> to me she smells good that's good i, I would guess. hope that I she know. doesn't smell bad i think you're brainwashed <laughs> yeah gosh i um, will never let this go i'll make the entire segment about claire she'll never be she's gonna hate this she's never gonna listen to this again i can hear her uh, already but yeah we are uh you know in line to get some water at this point because also, I also cheerleading's not a sport. She doesn't cheerlead. She's a dancer. She would hate that you called her a cheerleader. <laughs> Dancing's not a sport, but she is. But I thought she was. Well, she, she has. I she actually had this conversation with her last week. I was like, anyone who doesn't know that you're a dancer, I know uh, she's probably, a dancer. I was would say anyone who doesn't know you're a dancer for the EMU dance team thinks you're probably a cheerleader because they're similar uniforms and you're on the sideline of games. Yeah, the only, but she's like, she's doing... like, there's a huge difference. The yeah. cheerleaders are, you know, they they can wear both. whatever makeup they want. They don't have to be as in sync and as coordinated. And she's like, the dance team has to be super put together the and like we can be on a national a level. And... <clears throat> Dancing's uh, not a sport. <laughs> uh, but anyway, super easy. Anybody can do it. <laughs> Back I to the story yet again. Uh, <laughs> we're waiting in line, and uh, we get to the front, and I ask for a water, and they pop down a can, and I'm like, "What? What is huh? this? What? It's a white a can, can of with water. 
with gold uh like oh, you know decorations death. and yeah liquid death and i <clears throat> i looked at her and liquid i said I, I looked good. at the the person who gave it to me who was working the stand and i said this isn't alcohol is it and no, she's like no not. no people get confused by that all the time <laughs> i'm like good because i wanted to make sure because i'm getting water <laughs> like yeah and they literally, uh, they literally say they liquidly say yeah, they literally the, say on the can just water yeah, I was going to say, like, from a first glance, it did not look like water at all. And, uh, like, because she, like, popped it open for us, too. And, like, it had some, you know, like, it had a little pop when it opened because it's in a can. And Dude, yeah, what the you know, crap. If I didn't, I've heard of Liquid Death. If I didn't know what this was, I'd 100% think that was alcohol. <laughs> I was <laughs> so confused, man. Uh, <laughs> I, have a funny story. I have a funny story after, I'll wait. I was going to say, I, so I have prompts for... After I'm I'm done telling this story, I guess, because uh, there was an, <laughs> yeah. another incident. Um, because you know, after after drinking all this water, which uh, Andrew, sorry, I think it was average. Aquafina is better. Um, oh. Their sparkling water is a lot better. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it was just plain water, and it wasn't like because I I don't even think it was as cold because I I don't know if they were refrigerating it that way. I don't know. It, it was just kind of a little cool, but. Their Not liquid, their much. their sparkling <clears throat> flavored water is basically like if Lacroix was good. Okay, yeah, I'll have to give that a shot. But yeah, of course, after stuff. drinking this water, I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh no! I go into the bathroom, and uh, <laughs> and it is the tiniest bathroom I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the ceilings are six foot two at the most. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and the I. It's actually really know, tall. Since, uh, <laughs> I know people who wouldn't be able to stand in this bathroom, which is insane. And, uh, it felt like a hobbit hole. Um, I walked in and there are 15 dudes in this bathroom that only has three urinals, two sinks, and three stalls crammed into it somehow. Oh my gosh. Um, and I kid you not, from wall to wall, it's probably 15 by 8. Um, <laughs> like, it is tiny i'm so this is the first time i had to go to the bathroom i uh i go up to the you know urinal and might i add that the the guys were living up to the universal rule where you don't go up to a urinal if there's a dude next to it Broke so it. there's three urinals and there's a guy on the left one and the far right one no one in the middle one so the guy on the Perfect. left one leaves and i'm like all right my turn i go to the left one I start peeing, and then a dude comes up to the middle one, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> that man should be executed. <laughs> I know. I'm like I, I'm like, I understand that there is not a lot of, you know, room in here to go to the bathroom, which is also precisely why you should not be peeing in the middle of two guys right now. <laughs> like, go to a stall if you're, you know, if you're really feeling it. But like, it sounds like the stalls you know, were occupied, too. <laughs> yeah, they definitely were. But, like... There was a ton of people in line, so I get why he might have felt rushed, but I didn't feel any rush when there was an open one, because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the universal rule. You don't go to a urinal in between two guys. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. just, it's an unspoken thing between, like, all men. That's no, pretty spoken. Yeah, it, it's spoken <laughs> more so nowadays, but, Quite like, I, this has been a thing, you know, for as long as I can remember. Uh, but that was the first time I had to go to the bathroom. Second time was after the show when everyone's like piling in. I'm like, I'm just gonna go in a stall this time. I go in the stall, uh, I start peeing, and like I hit my head on the ceiling because it sloped. 
<laughs> because it's under the chairs or like oh the seating my gosh. and and I I kid you not I hit my head and I just go ow <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like you know this I shouldn't be able to hit my head on the ceiling in a bathroom I'm five foot eight <laughs> so I you know and then I come out and I'm we're, I'm touching shoulders with dudes just to get to the sink to wash. Oh, my that's hands. like the like, last thing you want to do in a bathroom. Ugh. I know. I don't want to touch shoulders with guys when I'm in the bathroom. Don't touch anybody. I don't want to touch anything <laughs> in the bathroom. Like I'm in the bathroom to do my business, wash my hands, and get out. Yeah. Like it, it was the weirdest bathroom I've ever been in 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 my life. So with that being said. I figured I'd have a little three-part question for you guys to, like, oh, just quick, boom, boom, boom. All right. Uh, so I wanted to know what's your favorite drink, like, soft drink, you know, juice, whatever. Uh, what is the weirdest architectural place you've ever been to? And Ooh. who's your favorite comedian? So Wow, three very closely related questions. I know. <laughs> My favorite I think drink it is sums... alcohol beer. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it sums up that event pretty nicely, and I feel like it gives you something to, you know, build off of. But, uh, yeah, I figure, I guess I could start. Uh, yeah, you've got, it, you've it had, had the chance thinking. to premeditate this since you brought it up, I guess. I'm yeah. Gonna need, I'm going to need a minute on this one. Yeah, so obviously, my favorite comedian john mulaney because i went to his show so that's wow easy, a shocking know. answer yeah yeah <laughs> and he was really funny really funny oh he's great uh and weirdest architectural building is probably the fillmore <laughs> but i figured i would delve into the my favorite like drink or whatever while you guys are thinking of it because mm-hmm. um, i already co- covered my other two which is why i thought to ask you guys these questions because yeah. i was curious um but I found this new energy drink called Rain. I that think stuff's it... that stuff's good. Oh yeah, the Red Dragon flavor is so good. I have not tried that. Like one. I, anytime I'm on a long road trip, that is my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I figured I'd give that as an answer because it's a little bit more unique than oh, my favorite drink is Coca-Cola, you know, <laughs> like you which it isn't. I losers. <laughs> <laughs> which it isn't. I'd say Dr Pepper is better, but um... Dr Pepper is amazing. Yeah, no, like, Rain never had it before until I went to the Tough Mudder this year, and they were sponsored by them, and they were giving out free, like, Rain energy drinks, and I was like, sweet, let's do it, and Claire and I got some, and she got the White Gummy Bear, and I got the Red Dragon, both were really, really good, and... Of course Claire would get the White Gummy Bear. (laughs) Yeah, which... You know, she's like that, too. That's the thing a cheerleader would do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I myself had to go with the Red Dragon. Dude, every anyone that listens anyone that listens to this and is on a dance team is just punching air right now. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just gonna make Claire so so mad at me. And I feel like when she put down the can for the water too, like with death, it kinda reminded me of an energy drink as well. So that's also Mm -hmm. why I thought of rain. So Mm -hmm. it kinda looks like the white rock star can, so but yeah, uh, Andrew, you want to go first because I have a feeling Matt's going to take a little longer to think of his answer. I'm struggling with the architecture uh. one. But I, know, <laughs> I know I have an answer. I just can't think of anything. There, um, 
my favorite drink, I'd have to say, would be the pomegranate plunge smoothie from Tropical Smoothie. Ooh, I like that sound good. Literally, if I didn't think I would waste all my money, I'd go there every single day and buy <laughs> one. So it's one of the most, it's one of the best things I've ever had in my life. And so, uh, a quick aside about the Liquid Death is, I bought a box of it a little while ago, or a few months ago, and I took I took one to school to uh to drink and oh boy it, liquid liquid death does a fun thing where it's like it's an interesting thing not fun but interesting thing is like when you you open it so it's like a can so you feel obligated to finish the whole thing so it's, it's kind of like that so it gets you to drink your yeah. water and everything so it's a healthy thing with that but hmm. i pulled it out and so we had during our production for our thesis for uh the end of our school year we would um we would meet every morning and with the team and talk everything and so we're at this big round table with like i think with 10 other people and our professor and i just pull that out and i crack it open and i'm just like slowly just sipping it and it's like nine in the morning and so obviously i'm just like i crack it open and i'm just sipping it and i'm looking i'm just watching everybody i'm listening everything and all of a sudden everyone just for just a few seconds everyone just like stares at me and i'm like i'm like what's up guys and she's like What's that? It's like, oh, this is uh, some water. And like, oh, okay. We just thought you were the cockiest person in the entire universe. <laughs> just cracks open a just, cold one in the middle they, of class. Just crack open a beer at school at nine o'clock in the morning, just nonchalantly <laughs> sipping it while, every, while listening to everybody talk. Just like, yep, this is going great. You ever see that video um, of the guy? Dude, who's it, like, the, uh, it's the can design. It is the it can does, design. It does. It can. You ever see the video? It was the guy who was like, um, I don't know, he's like painting or something, and he's talking to like this kind of stuck up guy. He's just like a typical like painter, yeah. doesn't really care type of personality, um, and real easy. Bob going. Ross. And, no, I'm joking. No, not not Bob Ross. And the other guy's kind of like a. <laughs> he's the very opposite type. of Bob, Bob Ross. Yeah. So he's standing there, and he goes, "All I've seen is this one clip. I don't know what it's from, but he goes, you want a beer?'" And the stuck up guy goes, "It's seven o'clock in the morning." And then the guy kind of pauses for a couple seconds and then goes, Scotch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's from, but I see it all the time. It's is that so from funny. a show or is it for, it's like a real life thing? It's definitely from a show or a movie or oh, okay. something. Yeah. I guess it sounds familiar. I think it sounds familiar. I like I use I see it a lot in context when it's like me talking to the cart girl at the golf course or something like that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's seven it's o'clock in the morning. Scotch? Scotch? Yeah, I just, I don't know if you guys. I was just wondering if you guys had seen that. That's that sounds so things. familiar, but yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, I'd have to say the um, was it strangest or coolest architecture? I guess either. Uh, I mean, either Dawson, either but... one you want, because the Fillmore I think is some of the coolest architecture I've seen too. Like, I... It looks. It reminds me very much of the Capitol in Lansing. So, yeah. hmm. uh, last week I went to the for the first time ever. I went to the Frederick Meyer Gardens. In uh, in it's here. In oh Grand yeah, Rapids. yeah, yeah. Hmm. And it's it's super cool. And they just recently com- completed an exhibit that is this. Uh, it's where you go in to get your tickets to go into the park. And it's this big sculpture sculpture park that for people who don't know. And so there's all these cool art pieces everywhere. And so we go in, and there's just this giant, probably maybe 200 square foot room. And on every wall, there's a face, like a like a woman's face, and hmm. it's like etched huh. into the wall. 
and it's incredible. And then they then the place where you get your tickets, it has it's like this lounging area. It felt like the like the hideout of like a super villain or like a Bond <laughs> That's villain cool. or something. It like felt like I just Gru walked goes. into a billion. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it felt like I was was living in like a billionaire's mansion or something. It was pretty incredible. Hmm, so that was some cool. pretty that's a pretty cool architecture. I'm trying to think if there's any other place where I've been. Um. Can't think of it, but uh, I have to go for my favorite. My favorite comedian, 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 comedian would be my favorite comedian is uh, Tom Segura. He's an hilarious. Oh yeah, you've yeah. shown stuff. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I told I told you guys a bunch of it, and but um, he's so funny. He's the, like, he kills me every time, and so but a close second would be um, uh, Mitch Henberg. I think I think I'm saying that right. Don't think I know it's that like one. A, I haven't heard of him. Yeah, he's like a straight-faced comedian. Oh, oh I love the dry humor yeah. guys. <laughs> Hold on, I'll see if I got his name right. And so he does like he doesn't do like long. He doesn't do like stories. He does like these weird, these like sort of like non non-linear bits where he just makes jokes about like different things he sees in life, and so. <laughs> um, uh, he, I was listening to his album at work on Saturday, and he was talking about. He's like, if you look at a Reese's peanut butter cup, there is an apostrophe s at the end of the, at the end of that uh, at the end of Reese's. So that means it belongs to so, it belongs to somebody. So if That's you ever meet true. a man, you meet a man named Reese's, you you're like, oh, here you go, Reese. Here's your candy bar. I did not know I stole this from you. <laughs> or he talks. He has one joke. He's like. Here's a joke. He's like, I had an ant farm at home. Those guys didn't grow nothing. <laughs> sucks Gosh. Oh, one, of my, one, of my favorite, one of my favorite bits about it, he does, he's like, it's like, I try to make, they say the main, I try to make Sprite at home. They say the uh, main ingredients are lemon and lime. That's, that's a lie. There's got to be something else in it because it tastes like garbage. <laughs> it's like, he's like, it's like you want to. It's like you want some homemade sprites. Like not when, not until you figure out what else they put inside of it. <laughs> you have to look it up. Man. It's just like he's got all these bits that are just so funny. He talks about yeah. it's like oh I once ordered a club sandwich. I once ordered a club sandwich. I keep I always order club sandwiches. It's funny because I'm not even a member. <laughs> oh like, my god! Like you just reminded I me that to... like I, I. Oh sorry. Go ahead. As he said, he, made, he had one bit. He's like, I went to a pizzeria in New York. Dude, the dude gave me the smallest slice. If this was a pie chart, or he, if this were a pie chart, the dude gave me the uh, give it to charity slice. <laughs> I'd, like to I'd like to exchange this for the keep it. <laughs> I've, oh, definitely, I've definitely got a good picture of this guy's uh, <laughs> style of comedy. I dig it. Oh, definitely look yeah. it up. He has, yeah, that's great. He has, uh, he has an album. He has a couple albums on Spotify that are fantastic. Nice. Yeah. You reminded me that I I I mentioned one of my probably my second favorite comedian earlier, when I was like stuttering. Uh, oh, yeah. It was Brian Regan. Oh uh, yeah, he's Brian, great. He's great. He was he's just lovely. like his energy is like unmatched. He's up there with like, you know, Jim Carrey in terms of just raw energy oh, yeah. on stage that can't really like it's incohesive but that's what makes it funny like mm. he just oh, starts yeah. making noises and then he's like so <laughs> yeah like he, he, he just, just reels it lot, back it's so good 
because he's and I relate to that because he's been when he's like you know yelling or like making all these noises because it's out of frustration. I'm relating to that because that's what's in my inner head when I'm going through this similar thing that he's talking about. Like um, my one of my favorite ones is uh, he talks about. Uh, like in the spelling bee, he was never oh, good yeah. because he's like, in case you didn't know, I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so when it gets to me, they uh, they ask me to spell moose, so I give, you know, the plural of moose, and I go M O O S E, moosin, like boxin, and <laughs> like mycin and meesin and. <laughs> he just like spirals out of control, and it's so funny. That's kind of his shtick. He does a lot of those things where he just spirals into insanity over the course of a joke. That's <laughs> kind of his thing. It gets me every time. Yeah. And some of his yeah. childhood stories are great too. Like he's the youngest of like four, and they were driving home one time, and uh, like they're trying to get home before their parents get home, and they get in trouble, and he's <laughs> like. I have to pee. <laughs> and his brothers are like, well, we're not stopping. And he's like, I'm going to pee my pants in the car. And they're like, well, get in the back. <laughs> and then they tell the oldest brother, open the window. Oh, I remember this one. Now, <laughs> and they're yeah. holding him up by his belt loops and he's peeing out the window in the car. He's like, the car behind us is like turning on their windshield wipers. <laughs> and he's just like, don't drop me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so funny yeah yeah <laughs> i guess that left enough time for you to probably hopefully think of one matt boy i don't know man <laughs> i'm struggling with the architecture thing i have like some i ideas, already know but... what you're gonna say for the architecture <laughs> you know part of it they um all right so i'll start with my favorite drink i even though i haven't seen it in a very long time i'm going to still give the edge to uh mountain dew game fuel which is, mm. it's it's something that they used to come out with limited time um, around, like, it was usually around the release of some big video game, and they'd kind of partner it with that game. So I think they, oh. they've done it for various Halos or Call of Duties and stuff like that. But um, the it's basically Mountain Dew with orange and cherry mixed into it. So it's like if you combine Livewire, which is one of my other favorites, and then uh, code red basically, and you just combine those two together, you get game fuel, and it's the best. It's so good, but I haven't seen it in a couple years, which really bumps me out because it's really, really good. Um, architecture. See, I've seen a lot of things that I guess kind of caught my eye, but I don't know if I really had any that were like amazing per se. But like, there's just kind of cool stuff, especially at college. You see a lot of stuff because they they're big on like not changing things about stuff or they're also like all right we're gonna really develop this and make this look very cool and modern like uh, one of the buildings on the engineering campus has a staircase which has a bunch of lights on it that the computer science majors actually learn to program so if you go into computer science you actually have a chance to program the stairs in that building and just have them light up whatever mm. way you want which is kind of oh, cool sweet. the stairs yeah <laughs> what i was just I didn't hear what you joking. said. I, was... <laughs> I said, "Oh, sweet the." I said, "Oh, sweet the stairs." <laughs> yes, the stairs. It's like this big spiral staircase up the middle of the building. It's kind of cool. That um, is cool. Yeah. Then there's uh just there's a bunch of other stuff that's around Michigan's campus that's just kind of cool. There's one building where the front of it kind of looks like uh, um, oh gosh, is it the Pantheon in Greece? Is that what that building's called? 
Or it's got the big. Uh, it's that got the sounds about right. It's got the big pillars. I cannot. It's like the Lincoln Memorial or the something. Coliseum? Like that. No, not the Coliseum. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to come up with the name of it, but whatever it's called. Well, it's got like. Yeah, Rome. It's got like big pillars and stuff, so it's very cool looking. Um. Um, I'd have to mention the big house also. It's awesome. Biggest That's sta- the one I knew you yeah. were gonna biggest, say. <laughs> I mean, biggest stadium in America when it's full of cheering fans. There's nothing like it. USA. If- USA. <laughs> if you haven't been there, you got to go. It's actually, I learned in one of my college classes, it's only topped by a stadium that North Korea has, which they use to stage their propaganda plays. <laughs> which holds like a hundred and... trip. 100... <laughs> time for brocation number brocation uh, three. Know, three or four. Yeah. This time we'll have plane trouble because we're going to North Korea. <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> Yeah, this the, um, I will be taken as political prisoners. I won't. I yeah. will not spiral off into this tangent. But I did a project that literally went into what it would be like to tour North Korea. I'll have to tell you guys about it sometime. It, it's oh wild. gosh, it's insane. The I, I they can't go even. It's crazy. I, I, I have no idea what it would even begin to There's all look kinds like of or stuff. be like. It's yeah, yeah. One thing that I th- also thought of, which is connected to a piece of architecture, is when I was touring Ohio State. Boo. Um, they had a, their library would kind of like, you'd be standing in the middle of this like big open room. And if you look up, you could see all the floors of the library and it's, it's just walls of glass. So you can see all the bookshelves and stuff. It's really, really cool. Um, but that, that was, so that was when I was touring there and my dad and I both, um, answered questions very incorrectly and on this (laughs) trip. So one, the one that is connected to the architecture was me. And I went, I, w- I was standing there and she poses an open question, you know, she's like, all right, how many books do you think are in this library? And I just say the first number that comes to my head. I'm like 350,000. And she's like, well, it's actually 5.2 million, but good guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the other one very quickly was just, we were sitting in a classroom and she was talking about the size of lectures and stuff. Cause the big thing in college is, um, making the lecture smaller because it's more intimate and you kind of focus better and can ask more questions. Um, But the, so she's like, how many classes, what percentage of our classes do you think have uh, like 50 or less people in them? And my dad goes zero. (laughs) She's she's like, actually it's like 72%. (laughs) And I, this was like, mind you, that happened like very shortly after she asked me about the she asked about the books in the library. So I just turned around and fist bumped my dad. I'm like, yeah, we're killing it today. We're doing great. Um, so I would have to, I would probably say just college campuses in general have a lot of cool architecture. Any campus you go to will have yeah. stuff that will catch you. Especially eye. old ones. Yeah, exactly. Ones that have been around a while. Michigan celebrated their 200th year in existence my freshman year. So that was kind of cool. As I would say, that was 2017. Right? Yeah, it was. So, um, yeah. yeah, those are the, that would be, I guess, my answer to architecture. But in terms of comedians, my favorite right now has got to be Don McMillan. You guys heard, you guys heard of him? I've heard Don of his McMillan. name. Okay. I don't think I've heard his stuff. So he was on America's Got Talent, which is where I first saw him. I don't really watch it, but my dad watches it and he called me into the room. He's like, you got to watch this guy. So his whole shtick is that he, I don't know if he's an engineer per se, but like he's very mind like-minded to an engineer. So a lot of his jokes involve having a screen and he'll show like 
Oh yes, I know, you know exactly what I'm talking who about. You're talking yeah, about. so he yes. does. He uses graphs and like he's ma- hilarious math equations and stuff. So he's like, so he puts up a bar graph showing the price of printer ink is like astronomically high, and he's yeah. like, so if you look at this graph, you see that human blood costs like a fifth of printer ink. So I decided I'm gonna start printing in blood, and it's like this picture of him <laughs> with like a. Yeah, like I've a, seen that like one. A tube hooked <laughs> up to his arm, connected to a printer or something. It's just like just stuff like that. He's absolutely hilarious. I see I, him all over social media. Yeah, He's I see so him. Funny. I see him a lot right now on like just Instagram or whatever. My dad also, whenever he finds a video, sends it to the rest of us because we all think he's hilarious. Um, but another guy that I thought of when Andrew was talking about, um, the guy with kind of the deadpan delivery. There's this guy whose name, I don't know how to pronounce it, but his name's Kellen, and his last name is like Erskine or Erskine, E-R-S-K-I-N-E. <clears throat> but he's he's very similar. He His whole delivery is basically like just super calm. His energy never really rises at any point. Like Jim Gaffigan? <laughs> Kinda, yeah, but I would say more monotone. What was the even. guy's name? His name's Kellen Erskine, K-E-L-L-E-N-E-R-S-K-I-N-E. Um... But he did a he did some great bits that I watched. One of them was about fruit bouquets and how they're stupid. He's like their overhead's got to be ridiculous. He's like <laughs> my favorite line from that one was he goes, um, "Fruit bouquets cost you seventy dollars," and I'm like, "That sounds about right. It's not right." He's like, "For seventy dollars, I could buy a printer," and that makes sense because I don't know how to make a printer. <laughs> if you look at a fruit bouquet, it's pretty easy to reverse engineer that thing. <laughs> He had another great one. He had another great bit about penguins, and he, it ends with him going, "You ever see that thing where penguins fall, slide on their stomach into the water? They they never mean to do that. They're just they just trip, and they're like, well, I can't get up." <laughs> yeah, he's great. If you ever get a chance to watch him, his his he's very mellow in his delivery, but he's really really funny. But I would say Don McMillan's probably my favorite. Nice. There's a deadpan comedian and I can't remember the name of the life of me. Because it's deadpan? Ha <laughs> ha. Nice. <laughs> um, no. Oh, Demi- you guys ever heard of Dimitri Martin? No. Ooh, that sounds familiar. You guys are going to look him up. He's hilarious. He's got, he usually has like some sort of like music playing in the background. And he's like, he has this one. And he's like, uh, he's, oh, I know he's who this is. Yeah. About, it's like I do, I do, uh, I work, I do people watching now. Specifically, this one lady. I'm getting through him one at a time. <laughs> oh yeah, you you mentioned <laughs> this guy before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. But there's this guy. I forget his name's like Andrew something, which is funny because I should remember it. But uh, <laughs> his name is he, Andrew Olette. Uh, <laughs> ha ha ha! But he has this joke where he talks about it's like. It's like I live next to a 95-year-old man with you Alzheimer's. Do? Oh, and this guy. Every day, and every day, uh, he w- he wakes up, comes to my door, he comes and knocks on my door and wakes me up at five o'clock in the morning, <laughs> oh and my asks gosh. me where his wife is, where his wife is, and I have to explain to this eight, this 95, it's like 95 or 85-year-old 95. man, every day that his wife died two years ago and so i tell this to people and people say that's really sad maybe you should move but i tell them everything but i say i don't know if i could give up 
seeing the smile on this man's face every single morning. <laughs> oh gosh. He's got like a he's got a lot of dark deadpan jokes that he delivers. Gosh, that's <laughs> man. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, I guess that kind of brings us to the end, if you guys don't have anything else. Um, um, I don't yeah. have anything Preacher else. Lawson's another good one. Another AGT guy. Oh, yeah. I, I've, heard, oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, he's great. He's I, like, great. I like him a lot. He's actually. very charismatic. Yeah. I like this bit about um, he's training in martial arts or whatever, and he's like, people ask me, do you do UFC? And I'm like, UFC's a league. The sport is MMA. That's like saying, do you do NBA? Do you do Golden State Warriors? <laughs> He's got he oh, yeah I don't funny. I already forgot which of you said it but he has a great charisma on the stage. Yeah, I said that, that yeah. was you. Yeah, he yeah, uh, that's see, a great. I word. see him on Instagram all the time. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, all this comedian talk reminded me of this joke that I saw the other day on TikTok. It was one of these uh, reading about these jokes, and so I figured we could finish this out with just me telling this joke if I can get it right. Um, so <laughs> big if there's this. I was about to say this, big if. <laughs> okay, so the joke is there's this there's this guy, and he's 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 from Texas, and he's the the state. He's like Texas is the great is the biggest state, biggest and greatest state in all of America, and that's and that's a fact. And he's like his whole personality is based on the Texas is the biggest and greatest state in America, and he's just all that's his whole life. And so he finally meets <laughs> this guy one day who says. Uh, Texas isn't the biggest state. Alaska is the biggest state. And this dude is this dude's just like, what? And he's crushed. <laughs> and he's just like, it's like, how could this be? How could, how could, how could nobody could tell me all these years? And so he's like, all right, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to move to Alaska and I'm becoming an Alaska man. And so <laughs> he goes to Alaska, he goes to Alaska, he moves to Alaska and he goes into a bar and he talks to his bartender and he says, sir, I want to become an Alaska man. It's the biggest and greatest state in all of America. I got to know what do I need to do to become an Alaska man. And so the bartender, he looks over at two regulars who are always in the bar and he looks at, he looks over at them and they all smile at each other. It's like, okay, first thing you got to do is you got to drink a bucket of whiskey. You drink a bucket <laughs> of whiskey and then you, uh, you make love to an Eskimo woman and then you shoot a bear. And he's what? like, okay. It's like okay, I got. I was like, he's like, okay, fine, give me the bucket of whiskey. And so he take he's the bartender. He goes and he fills up the bucket of whiskey and he gives it to this guy. And this guy just he drinks it and he's drinking it and it's this big old bucket. And it takes him a few hours to drink it. And he's just going at it. He's going at it. He's going at it. He's like okay. And then, and so the bartender. He's looking at these two regulars and they're just laughing because they're just this guy is gonna get hammered by the time he's done with this bucket. <laughs> and so he finally, after a few hours, he finishes the bucket and slams it down. He's like, "All right, I'm go- I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna do the next two things." And so they go out. The guy goes out, and it's now it's now getting to the evening time. Things are getting it's getting darker, and it's kind of a remote town. So the guy goes out into the night, and, and as soon as he leaves, the bartender and the two regulars they just start laughing, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this dude is so drunk. He's probably gonna go back to his hotel and pass out." And now it's just so funny. And so as the evening passes on, things it gets darker and darker and outside, and it just starts. He's like, "Man." I don't think we should have done that, guys. This guy might get hurt. He's not from around here. He might, 
man, this is really bad. And so the, got, the night goes on and goes on. And so around midnight, the guy, the bartender is super worried. He's like, all right, guys, I think I'm going to go out and look for him. I'm, I feel super bad. The guys might die because of us. So I'm going to go out and look for him. And so the bartender goes to go out the door. But as soon as he moves to go out the door, the door swings open and the guy walks in. And the guy walks in and he's like, he is just torn to shreds. He's just, he's got scratch marks down his face. His te- clothes are all torn. He's all bloody. He walks in and he stumbles up to the bar and he says to the bartender, okay, where's this Eskimo? I got to shoot. <laughs> oh, no. oh gosh! Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> That's horrible. Oh. That is so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh! On that note, <laughs> there was another joke that I heard about this guy who um, it was about this Russian guy who applied for uh, for government. Uh, for government help, and he goes into the government office and he talks to the uh, to the guy. He's like, "Okay, fill out this form," and the form says, "Where were you born? Where were you? Where do you? Where were you educated? Where do you live now?" It's like, "Where were you born? Where were you educated?" And it's like his list of stuff. And so he fills it out. And so the I can't remember the specifics, but the punchline of the joke is that he's lived in the he's lived so long. He's like an eighty year old man that the the town has gone through so many different names over the years just because of the changes in Russian politics. <laughs> I know that joke kind of sucks because I explained it badly, but it just popped in my just, head. Like, <laughs> I missed here, the punchline. I got line. another joke, but I don't really remember any of it, so here's the punchline. Oh, wait. I completely missed the punchline. <laughs> I, I did, too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well... <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed and uh, love to have you tune in next week. we got to figure out a solid ending because we just stumble yeah, we through do. this every single time. <laughs> we really, yeah. I can't believe it's been this long and we still don't know how to do an outro. Everything, everything rolls somewhat smoothly until we reach the end and we're like, all right, how do we do this again? Like, we never know. Exactly. We could just, honestly, we could just record one. Yeah. I feel like we just have to write, I feel like we have to write it down. Yeah, we got, like, like write down the, we could, we, actually, we could do it where the host does it and we just make sure they know what things to say at the end and then there you go. It's yeah. probably not, it yeah. probably really isn't that hard. It's not that complicated. We just don't, we just keep not doing it. <laughs> I was gonna say cut this part out and then we'll just No, we I'll should leave this No, whatever. we should leave this in. <laughs> oh no, we gotta leave it. Like I said, every week we ramble through the outro, so we gotta keep this in. We get, we get there eventually. eventually the podcast ends. We get there eventually. It's just yeah. like Thank you. Bye. Yeah, literally. Exactly. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice. Make sure to leave us a review on Instagram, like us on Instagram, and follow us on Instagram. And I'm trying (laughs) to mix. I'm trying. Hang on a minute. I was trying to say everything he said, but with Instagram, just (laughs) just for the heck of it. Make sure you uh, subscribe to us on Facebook and follow us on Spotify. And that one works. (laughs) Yeah. Just look yeah, up nothing but, but nonsense on any platform. You'll probably find us. There you go. 
Yeah. <laughs> give us or a just give us a give us a good review on on Spotify so our rating will show up. Woo. <laughs> That'd be nice. Oh boy, I think this is the worst outro we've done. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We're definitely writing it down next week. Okay. All right, I think we should end it now. Peace out. Bye. Yeah, that was a horrible outro.